Welcome to this special edition of Saving America as we try and present the latest in the merger of politics and business. And we've got a great program for our audience today. Uh, we're going to start with our usual segment in the news. And we've got a number of special quick mentions, uh, all things very serious. We've got that special election in that tight district in Texas, both winners in the so-called jungle primary or GOP. And uh, a cyber attack has uh, brought down a major pipeline that runs from Houston all the way up the East Coast, the Colonial Pipeline, uh, a national security concern. And uh, America is becoming Sovietized under the current Democratic leadership. Um, weak jobs report uh, from April may hopefully get a little bit of sensibility going. And um, very latest news is that uh, the Biden administration gave the Palestinians uh, money and uh, guess what they're doing with it? We'll talk about that in just a minute. Uh, rumor of the week, uh, federal prosecutors have dropped more than half of the uh, prosecutions of arrest for the violence and incredible property destruction in Portland, Oregon. Um, is this uh, unequal justice? I think so. And then we have a special guest for our Just the Facts segment, Naresh Visa is uh, just an incredible individual. He's got as uh, founder and CEO of Krish Media Group, and uh, he takes care of things there, and he's also best-selling author, and we're going to be talking with him in our third segment today. So let's get down to what's in the news. And um, I usually only focus on one or two issues, but there's several really hot issues today. So uh, first of all, let's look at that special election in uh, Texas. Um, a very sad thing, uh, the uh, uh, Republican who was elected, Ron Wright, um, uh, died uh, from COVID and um, they ended up doing something, I'm not fond of the title, but a jungle uh, runoff or jungle election means that all parties can participate. And I think they had about 20 candidates in that race, but the top two finishers were the, um, the, the, the wife of the late congressman and another GOP. And the reason it's significant is because this is considered a borderline district between Biden and Trump in the last presidential election. And it, to, to the uh, political observers, it may indicate a strong drift towards uh, more conservative voting in the 2022 election, which uh, many has predicted. And of course, my advice to Republicans is behave yourselves, get good candidates, run good races, uh, stay with basic conservative and constitutional principles. And I think the American public will respond to that. And uh, so we'll see how it goes. Second, very serious. Uh, this is not just an inconvenience to consumers as uh, there are gas lines uh, around many parts of the country. Uh, gasoline prices have uh, increased, though uh, they've gone up so much since the Biden administration came in. Uh, I don't think consumers are going to notice another three to seven cents um, a gallon, but uh, it will have an impact on gasoline prices. What is more important, though, 
is that we're seeing a demonstration of a failure in the private sector. This is not a government failure, and I usually focus on government failures in saving America, but the private sector has a stake in this situation. This pipeline is critical to American security. It is critical. And that means that it should have the very best IT protection. The report is they have been subjected to a ransomware attack. Um, there's been a mention that it may be tied to Russia. I don't know that. I don't know whether anybody does know that because of course the ransomware people tend to be confidential so you can't go and arrest them or uh, do other things to them. But it does indicate that America needs to tighten up its ship not just in the government sector, which is a mess, but there are a lot of pieces of the private sector that are not taking care of business and it is harmful to America in its future. Um, number three for in the news this week is uh, America is becoming Sovietized, a little bit longer segment for us today. And um, I, I wanted to mention that uh, a lot of things that I'm seeing today remind me of a 1987 miniseries. I like the, the actor, uh, late actor, uh, 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 Robert Ulrich, a very nice actor, uh, best known for starring in the TV show Vegas. Uh, but Chris Christopherson, who I knew as a folk singer and uh, later became a, a, a somewhat famous actor, uh, not a very good one, but a pretty famous actor. But in any event, uh, Ulrich and Christofferson starred in uh, this TV, made-for-TV miniseries called America with a K. And it talks about a bloodless takeover of America by the Soviets by doing exactly what the commies and socialists have been doing in this country over the last 40 years basically polluting the minds of our young children in our primarily public school system uh, to, to try and put down America and promote socialist and communist ideas. And the reason I combine the two, I know that's not popular. And uh, one of the things that, that people use a lot today is to describe the current uh, uh, party of Democrats as progressives. That is a horrible term and it is not a correct term. The progressive term comes from Teddy Roosevelt, and I assure you that good old uh, uh, Teddy was not anything like a socialist or a communist. In fact, he was most likely the exact opposite as he led the charge up San Juan Hill to uh, in the Spanish-American War. And uh, uh, that to me is progressive when we move America forward, when we advance education, when we uh, have more STEM students than uh, dropouts in our school system. But it's a, it's, a, it's a misuse title. And the problem with socialism is, is that it may work in very limited circumstances, but it does not work in a complex, diverse country like America. The only thing that does work is regulated capitalism. And we can do a better job of regulating capitalism, but we better not get off that ship. And it ties in with another news report that we had this week, which is, is that the April jobs report was horrible. They expected to create about a million jobs and it was about 200,000 jobs, just a terrible report. Well, what happens is you're paying people not to work. 
a great socialist idea until the tax bill comes due. And guess what? There's not enough rich people in this country to bail out the current socialist slash communist program that they've come up with. We have got to do better in America. And then speaking of doing better in America, yes, um, the geniuses at the Biden administration in a desperate effort to try to do absolutely everything against what Trump did, whether what Trump did was right or wrong is their problem because they're undoing a lot of right things that Trump did. They threw a bunch of money at the Palestinians recently. How are we all rewarded? Well, they've been lobbing missiles overnight at Israel, at civilian and tourist targets in Israel. Fortunately, Israel has a comprehensive missile defense system, but occasionally rockets do get through. And unfortunately, then Israel is going to look like the bad guys here, our main ally in the Middle East. And by the way, we used to say the only ally in the Middle East, but it's starting to look a lot like Jordan, the Arab Emirates, Saudi Arabia are starting to line up behind Israel. Very interesting development as the fear of Iran grows. And so there's a new development there. And I think it's powerful enough under the Abraham Accords, which uh, advanced quite a bit under the Trump administration, that uh, that's going to continue. But you cannot give money to people who are going to use it to lob rockets. It was not being used for humanitarian purposes. And the Biden administration needs to step in right away and to say, you're going to use it to hurt people, we're not going to give you the money. And I think that would take care of part of that situation right away. <laughs> Moving on to rumor of the week. Um, very serious concern that I have is that federal prosecutors have dropped over half of the prosecutions of these violent protesters, these Antifa. Uh, uh, these people aren't just commies. They are anti-American. They are anti-the American government. This is a very serious concern. And these people should be prosecuted when they, they, they can't be prosecuted for their political beliefs now, let's be clear, but they can certainly be prosecuted when they burn down federal buildings and burn down police stations with people still in them. That sounds like attempted murder to me. I never want to minimize the violence and the unacceptable uh, uh, conduct that happened on January 6th at the Capitol. People who committed violence, who led those attacks, need to be prosecuted. But I know a significant difference in the prosecution of those people, many of whom were denied bail, many of whom were made public examples, and the creepy, silent, oh, it's just burning down a few federal buildings out there on the West Coast. You know, who, who really cares about that? Now, that's the wrong story. Justice needs to be administered equally. This is something that goes back to the American Revolution. The Brits treated the colonists differently than they treated the native British subjects. And it was, again, a very serious issue. And so equality under the law is extremely important. And that means we need to have serious 
prosecution of any violence, any property destruction, and everyone who commits such crimes needs to be prosecuted, as we say, to the fullest extent of the law. And, and here's our guest, uh, Naresh Visa. He's founder and CEO of Krish, uh, Medium and Marketing and a best-selling author. And his books include, I'm just going to give you the short titles because all of these have extra titles. The Trump book, How Digital Liberals Silenced a Nation into Making America Hate Again, 50 Shades of Marketing, Podcastnomics, the new PR and the new book from nobody to best-selling author. And um, I describe you as the new Renaissance man. So uh, welcome to Saving America. And uh, in our, our limited day, I wanted to, to give you a chance to talk about several different things. Thank you so much, Professor. It's a pleasure to be on. Looking forward to the discussion. And um, the first one I want to ask you about, because I know it's something that's a hot button for you, is uh, why, why are Biden and Harris uh, denouncing Antifa and the rioting and looting and violence that we're seeing over on the West Coast and in other American cities? Well, the easy answer is, why would they denounce them? Those people are leftists. They are voters who are Biden-Harris supporters. So it, it doesn't make sense for President Biden or Vice President Harris to denounce them and to tell them to stop doing such things. Um, they'd be losing a good chunk of their, of their voting base. And it's not just on the West Coast. I mean, Antifa, these leftists, uh, the rioters, the, they are all around the country. And we're now in a situation, or we, we have been, I think really since 2016, we've been in a situation where every vote matters. So if, if you're going to lose 30,000, 40,000 votes because you disenfranchise people for rioting or for looting or for assaulting or killing or plundering, uh, well, those are votes that, that you're going to be losing in, in upcoming elections. And we saw with certain states, some of these states were 20,000, 30,000 votes. Uh, in the case of 2016, there were some states that were less than 10,000 votes. So every vote matters. Well, that, that's interesting, though, you know, one part of this is my understanding of Antifa is that they are actually an anarchist organization. So they're against government, whether it's run by the Democrats or one run by the Republicans. So do you think that uh, uh, Biden and Harris may be overplaying their hand that uh, they're losing the middle of the country? Well, I'm not talking about Antifa specifically. You have to think about the, the BLM supporters, mm -hmm. the BLM writers. They're not in Antifa. They're left-wing Marxists. And yes. they came out overwhelmingly against Trump and the Republicans. So it doesn't matter if you're Ted Cruz or whoever it is. Those people are against you. And you remember BLM, they funneled billions of dollars into the DNC, into the Democratic Party. These guys like LeBron James and some of these other celebrities, they raised a lot of money and they got tons of people, millions upon millions of people to register to vote Democrat, to push Republicans out. And, and it worked. It, it, it worked in the, the Senate. It worked uh, in the presidency. So I'm not specifically talking about Antifa. I'm talking about, uh, in your original question, you said the, the left-wing rioters. 
they are over you're not going to find too many republicans in antifa and <laughs> and in the case of antifa look the, the term anarchy has become um it, it's become somewhat distorted um in in the anarchists are are generally people who are anti-government and who want less government they want more of a free society so if you follow someone like a doug casey for example, who was big in the 70s and the 80s, he moved out of the United States and he just wanted a freer country with less government, uh, with less taxes, with less restrictions on its citizens. Um, and, and that's a classical definition of, of anarchists. And, and Antifa has come in and turned uh, anarchy into just beating the heck out of anybody, killing people, looting, plundering, um that, that vandalizing that's what they've turned the term anarchy into and that mm -hmm. is not right-wing it is not uh, it, it they are a leftist movement uh they are really a, a bunch of a lot of democrats but they're they're a bunch of leftists that's what they are at the end of the day yeah, well, it's it, it fascinating. And, uh, you know, obviously due to limited time, we're going to go ahead and move on to our, our second question. And um, I've actually done a piece called The New American Civil War. And I, I was fascinated when I went to your site and uh, one of your sites. I, know, I think you have three active sites, right, for different uh, purposes. Yep, NareshVisa.com, KrishMediaMarketing.com, and WorkFromHomeShow.com. My podcast is a work from home show. Excellent. And but tell us about your version of the new American Civil War. Well, the new American Civil War, th this is a, a metaphor. It's not a uh, I'm not being literal when I'm saying that I'm praying for a civil war like we had in the 18 in the 1860s. Uh, the new American Civil War is a, a metaphor for the division within the country. And um, it has to do with the lack of communication between multiple sides. And really there are two sides. Um, there are not four sides or five sides. Yeah, there are independent parties, but the, the way the country has gone, it's either you're on team A or you're on team B. And we've seen that exacerbate since 2012. This does not go back to 2015 or 2016. I think this goes all the way back, maybe even beyond 2012 to, uh, 2000, to my memory, 2000, 2001, 2002, when it slowly, this, this new American civil war has slowly become bigger and bigger and bigger to the point now, as you brought up with Antifa and we look at the streets, we're seeing the streets are uncontrollable. We're seeing murderers, uh, homicides, crime through the roof. And the year 2020 was that inflection point. The, the pandemic was the excuse that brought this civil war out to the streets. And so um, we see it on social media, digital media. We see it with big tech, uh, the censorship of tens of millions of, of U.S. citizens. We've seen it with the attack on the First Amendment, the attack on free speech, on freedom of religion, on, uh, pe on, on peaceable assembly. Yes. Uh, we don't see peaceable assembly anymore. This is a new American civil war that we are in. And I truly do believe that there is no resolution. I think during my lifetime, we will see a movement to a movement of secession. And that is something that I support. 
um, if if it's if things continue to go that the way they I'm in Florida, you're in Texas. I think those are two of the maybe ten to fifteen states in the country where there is still freedom, where the, our constitutional rights are still valid and applicable. Um, because this is not the USA anymore. This is the USSA, and. Uh, I do think that as we move forward, the only solution, the only resolution is for secession. And I fully support Florida, Georgia, Mississippi, Texas, like I said, 10 to 15 states um, forming together and, and saying, hey, you know what? We're tired of subsidizing California and New York and New Jersey and Massachusetts and Maryland and Rhode Island and all these terribly, horribly run states that are predominantly blue. We're tired of it. We're tired of you other states ruining what we have going on in our states. And that's why you're seeing a mass migration. Again, this is all a part of the new American civil war. People aren't taking out their, their guns. By the way, the second amendment is, is under attack as well. People aren't taking out their guns and and fighting that way. They're fighting with their feet. And so you are seeing home values through the roof, through the roof all around the country because those, the wealthy and the educated, those who are fed up with the, the rioting, with the crime, with the high taxes, with the regulations, these stupid, stupid mandates that have nothing to do with science or with data, nothing. You know, well, they, they have to do with power, which is really part of the big, uh, big concern. Hey, uh, we, we do have limited time. And, and uh, I, I think you raised some terrific points. And of course, um, you know, uh, the southern states that you mentioned, I think will actually be picking up congressional seats. Um, California, I think, is the first time in, in decades and decades has lost population. And uh, people are responding to the protection of their constitutional rights in, in states. And uh, I agree with you. If I wasn't living in Texas, the other state, I'd want to live in is Florida. And uh, it, it is tough. But I, I do think there is some bouncing around. Um, Maryland has a Republican governor right now. But yes. of course, it's difficult because they still it's still a state controlled by Democrats. And of course, what we learned with the Republican uh, uh, Donald Trump is that he he was kind of the voice crying in the wilderness as the cliche goes because the federal bureaucracy does not switch from pro-union um, uh, you know pro-control to a more pro-business environment just because the president does and uh, you know the department of justice i think failed trump and a lot of other parts of the government so I think it is kind of interesting. Hey, in the limited time we've got left, I, I want to completely switch gears on you. And let's talk for a few minutes about your book, Podcastnomics, and, and tell us about your website that supports that. Yeah, my book, Podcastnomics, was my first book. I, I've written five books. It is all about podcasting from soup to nuts, how to start it, what is a podcast, how to monetize it, how to promote it, market it. I'd love to offer a free copy to your listeners if they visit Amazon, they can see what the book is all about. And if you visit my website, narrationvisa.com, contact me through there, get on my mailing list, 
and uh, just shoot me an email through there, contact me saying, hey, I heard you on the show. I'd love a free copy of the book and I'd love to send you a free copy. It is anything and everything podcast related. Uh, it's done extremely well and helped start a, a, a business for me. And um, I've spoken about podcasting long before people even knew what podcasting was. I got started in 2011 in the podcasting space. And my company, Krish Media Marketing, has helped close to 80 different podcasts uh, start and launch. Well, that's fantastic. And, uh, and I, I do encourage our audience to, uh, to, to check things out more due to what we have found, speaking of podcast and experience, is that uh, uh, we're at about the length of time that we can get people to pay attention. So we want to keep it in that time frame. But I hope that people will go to your websites and, and follow up. You have a lot of valuable stuff to say, and hopefully we'll have another uh, opportunity to visit in the future on Saving America. Thank you for being our guest. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure.